She's a doctor. Hi, I'm Dr. Devitt, and she's a dietitian. Hey, I'm Hannah Schuyler, and together, together we, we are the Dr. Dietitian Collab. Wow, well, this is our first um, big thing. You're, we're on screen, so you can see us recording yes. this. And welcome to Sleeve Week, not Shark Week, but this is Sleeve Week, where everything is about the sleeve gastrectomy. All day, all week. Yeah, so we decided that we wanted to show you a sleeve and really break it down for you. So if you want to see this, you should really go over to our YouTube channel. If you're not already there, subscribe to us and be able to look at real OR footage. Yes, yeah, so what we're going to do today is we have a full sleeve recorded from the OR. Uh, it's awesome. So we're going to walk through that. So yes, if you are listening right now, highly advise, check this out. It's gonna be really cool to see the video. Yeah, for sure. And yep. this is an unedited sleeve, so there's nothing that's taken out. So it mm -hmm. shows you exactly what it's like on the inside and how long it takes and uh, all the anatomy. You'll see yep. your heart beating through the, through the diaphragm. All kinds of cool stuff is coming your way. Yes, we're so excited. All, all right. right, so let's pull it up here. We are so tech savvy. Yes. And, All right. and we begin. There well, it is. Maybe Just, we should have given a warning. Yeah, right. <laughs> warning. A uh, little late, but here you go. This is... Tell us what we're seeing. So, Starting off, Dr. Dovek. All right. So this is the before stomach. And so what I'm doing in my left hand, there is a device that's called a harmonic. It's it's, it's sort of like cauterizing. It's an that's ultra... It's right in the middle here. Exactly. Right? Okay. And it's like burning the tissue. So what you're seeing is... This pink that I'm holding up with the screen left, my left hand, mm -hmm. that's the before stomach. Okay. So we always talk about it being roughly about the size of a football. Right. I mean, as you can see, there's a lot in there. And by the way, this stomach is pretty much as decompressed as it can. So you can imagine that it really will expand up as you eat and drink. Right. Because people also forget, like, the stomach has folds in it and stuff. So it, it expands a lot. So you might be like, that's not a football size, but it's because it's like deflated exactly so anesthesia put down a tube it's called a besiege and that decompress the stomach and then they withdraw and they pull it back up into the esophagus mm -hmm. so what i'm doing is i'm taking down all of these attachments to start and i need to remove the fat the blood supply along that greater curve of the stomach here mm -hmm. so my assistant is pulling to screen right with my left hand i'm pulling to screen left my assistant is holding the camera in their left hand. And then, of course, the I'm right-handed. And so I'm doing all of my work with uh, this harmonic scalpel, which is in my right hand. Yeah. And it makes these beeping sounds. It goes beep, 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 beep. Exactly. And then it tells you when it's kind of done cooking it, if you will. And so that'll help to know that, all right, you can kind of like step off the gas. Um, and there's different there's different settings. You can go um, quickly with it, how quickly it burns. You can go on a slower cook or a really slow cook for really big, big juicy vessels. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. And how, like, this is magnified, right? Exactly. So this laparoscopic image is absolutely magnified. And I'm watching what you're seeing right here is exactly what I'm seeing on the screens. And you can tell that it's extremely high definition. It's 4K technology. Mm -hmm. I would love to watch like some sort of sporting Ooh. thing. If I like yeah, sports right. like that, like really, <laughs> but I claim I, I like football, but that's a whole different thing. But I mean, the, the definition or just a movie in general is, yeah. just, is just fantastic. Super high def. All right. So the yellow... That's fat. Mm -hmm. 
and the um the pink there again on the left that's the stomach. stomach and then that thing that's hanging down this yes here. that is that's the liver you can see hanging down mm -hmm. now i only use four incisions which I'm pretty much one of the only surgeons i think in the country that only uses four because most surgeons will put in a fifth big incision to put in a liver retractor but my patients are so good that a lot of times their livers will shrink down and mm -hmm. i don't need to use that fifth incision because it just irritates the bra line oh yeah so i try not to go there and you can see the the, the liver is sort of like a beating well that's the heart that's going it's right like there through right the up. diaphragm this is the diaphragm this like clearish whitish back here right exactly yep. and it's a muscle and so that is why it has sort of those muscular fibers okay. because it is um it, it's it's a muscle like anything else and it separates the abdomen from the chest cavity right. so of course through there yeah you can really see the heart beating there mm -hmm. at this point so now you don't really see it because it's uh, it's covered by fat a little bit but there is underneath um to screen right that is where your spleen is over here and you can see that this is like your abdominal wall there and okay. so that's why if you have mono or your spleen is enlarged you don't want to do any contact sports because boom that oh. thing could get it's really close to the abdominal wall. So okay. it, and if it's enlarged, it could it could um, actually rupture. So we uh, that's why that advice is there. Yeah. All right, so I'm just finishing up taking down these attachments. Um, where I am right now is called the left cruce of the diaphragm. And this is the diaphragm's hiatus, or basically the hole where that esophagus, the tube in your chest, will come down through, down the chest, and then through that hole in the hiatus in the diaphragm. Okay. And then it becomes the stomach once it goes into the abdomen there. And so that this is the, the muscle that kind of forms a circle around uh -huh. that area. And this patient has no evidence of a hiatal hernia at all. Like okay. that muscle is tight around the hiatus. And if there's a hiatal hernia, it just means that the hiatus is, is way bigger than it should be. And then that stomach has herniated above the diaphragm. Okay. And it's now right, kind of like up through exactly and so if you saw a hiatal hernia would you take it would you, you fix, fix it you fix it you exactly so to fix a hiatal hernia you have to make it actually bigger so either violate the tissue plane so if i'm doing a bypass and if it's not that big i don't really do it but with the sleeve i'll do it because mm -hmm. i don't want to give the patient reflux right all right so now i went all the way up already and now i am going back down towards that pylorus and the pylorus is that area that separates the stomach from the small intestine mm -hmm. so it's sort of like a gatekeeper between the two and i got to get closer to that so when i start stapling all this needs to be taken down too right right so i'm going more over this way as well so just taking down all those attachments, making sure that the stomach is completely freed up. And I also wanted to say that this patient, this is a female, and this patient's BMI is about 42. Okay. So that kind of gives you some idea. Now, everybody's fat distribution is different. This patient has a minimal to moderate amounts of intra-abdominal fats. Okay. Um, some patients, I mean, you saw the fat, especially when I was going up towards that spleen area up towards the top. Mm -hmm. You can see that it's thick. Some patients, their fat is almost like see-through. They have most Very. of their weights in their hips and their buttocks, and they are not really carrying it intra-abdominal, which is okay. the dangerous, the visceral fat is the dangerous fat right. that we talk about here. Okay, so now just peeking in the background, what's up oh, here? That is the gallbladder. There we go. Hi, buddy. That's the gallbladder <laughs> there. Yeah, so the gallbladder stores bile, which is produced in the liver. And so if you have your gallbladder removed, the liver ducts will still put bile to help with digestion. It just won't be stored we'll in the gallbladder. It just goes directly down into the small intestine, and the second portion. 
way up there it kind of went out of screen but that was the liver again right there yep, that's, that's the liver, liver. yep there you liver go so big no that liver is gorgeous i mean it's but like yeah. all livers in general they're yes. bigger they're, it's like a, such a big organ not this this is a beautiful i got very defensive you on did liver. You were like, no it's not a big that liver. liver you guys that liver is this patient i mean mm, this liver doesn't have hardly any <laughs> fat in it at all stunning all right here comes the okay. 36 french besieging oh we're pointing at it here we're, we're pointing the mouth here we go so here See comes anesthesia is pushing that down off suction again it's a 36 french and now i'm taking it and i am pushing it or placing it along what's called the lesser curvature of the stomach uh -huh. so the greater curvature was what we took down with that um, harmonic right energy device yep. and now that lesser curvature right that yep is is going to be hugging on the inside now i'm waiting until that is placed onto suction so that's why my left hand is still sort of firmly holding it and i'm pleasantly persistent but i'm like come on guys put it on suction i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready so i was ready for them but i have the stapler now this is the stapler device here so okay they finally got it on suction so that holds it into place so this stapling device it's 60 millimeters so six centimeters long okay and i am i always joke that this part i kind of learned in kindergarten because <laughs> this is the part where i say i'm like cutting out a pattern so yeah. you see the vessels here on this side um by that stapler mm -hmm. i want to okay. keep those like right on the out outline there of the stapler so i don't want to get i don't want to hug this first firing especially too tight okay because you could get a lot of reflux strictures uh too tight would make you have a hard time like really even getting food to flow through there easily right and then i also don't want it to be so loose that your your sleeve stomach is too wide right too big and you don't and you don't get the weight loss that you want right so i hold i compress on the tissue Mm -hmm. for 15 seconds with the stapler if you're wondering like why is she just, just standing there. there and then i finally i fired it beautiful and there it is Look at all those little tiny staples i know there's a lot of them and it always um oozes there and so i have like a little clip that i'm going to place on um the end here clampy, clampy. yep there we go and that is yeah. the gastroepiploic artery okay. and i am putting a little clip there um just and that to... stays that will stay inside of them okay. yes exactly so I love that first firing. So it's mm -hmm. essentially like you want um, this to be a perfect uh, curved line, almost like a Nike swoosh or yeah. something like that. It like mimics the shape, the natural shape of the stomach. Exactly. And that's what really what I want to do. I really want to um, make sure that I have that staple line laying so that it's up to the left lateral position. And basically it's laying the same way. I don't want this thing to be corkscrewed or the staple line to be rotated. Right medially or 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 towards to the, the middle towards the yeah. middle um because then that would um potentially cause again a corkscrew can be a partial outlet obstruction meaning food doesn't go perfectly through that sleeve it right. just gets hung up at that area of where it could be potentially kind of kinked yeah you don't want that no so this is um this is a stapler by johnson and johnson it's by ethicon and this has again three rows of staples mm -hmm. that will stay inside the patient on the sleeve side okay. and then Sorry. it will have yeah so that's that actually has three rows of staples uh -oh. and they like shark teeth i know <laughs> they, it, it does kind of look like that and these staples are made of titanium okay. which is the most biocompatible material that exists and the three also will be on the side that's okay. coming out so everything that you see on the right there where the the mouse is 
all of that is going to be removed. And that's why this is called a gastrectomy, meaning the stomach is um, removed. Yes, ectomy means to remove. Exactly. So now um, my assistant is helping me hold up the liver so I can see, and I'm just going, now I'm gonna just march straight on up and just so perfectly hug that stapler. Now, again, I need to make sure that I get all the tissue out. I don't wanna to leave too much retained stomach on the sleeve mm -hmm. side. So I'm really, it's almost like you're flipping your hair out. Like I'm yeah. flipping it out from underneath. I'm pulling it yeah, out from like over, like just yeah. shuffling it through a little bit. Get on this side, get on, get on the design. And then you and wanna make sure it's like flat. You don't want it like wrinkled up or anything in the stapler. Like you really have to make sure it's like, just like perfect, like soup. Exactly, exactly. There, there it is. And I could do this. You could do this. You've, <laughs> you've watched enough of them. I mean, do you feel like you could? This part, yeah. I feel like you I could. might be corkscrewy or something like that. Okay. Like it might not. I mean, I feel like you could do it. I I'm not a trained surgeon, so I say this yeah. with a lot of confidence. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, the thing about I want to. I, I I feel like it'd be cool to be able to go in with the camera and like try out. Oh, the camera. Yeah. You know. I feel like there is a learning curve in terms of making sure that the camera has to be the it has to be in a, a, a certain thing otherwise it'll kind of like go like this yeah. if you like there is an upside down and you have to make yeah. sure that that's um, completely perfect and there is something about doing like if you do something with your hands it's three dimensional uh -huh. and if you're doing something with just um, these sticks and I'm doing it on a screen, it's two dimensional. So you have to train your brain. Yeah. Like how to grab things and things like that. Yeah. So there's different types of um, staplers here too, in terms of the different um, heights of the staple. So okay. you might've noticed that the first two staples that I fired, I use like a gold load. Mm -hmm. And now these last two, I'm using a blue load. And right. on the very, very last one, I use a white load. And that is because at the base of the stomach, where I started the staple, it's actually thicker there. Okay. And the stomach's thickness gets thinner as I march up. Got it. So the closer I get to the diaphragm, the thinner it is. Like so I shorter staples. Yep. So it goes gold. So it actually starts out. There's a black load, which is the thickest, and then there's a green load next, and then I used gold, gold, then blue, blue, and then white is as low as it gets. Okay. So I'm actually going to use like the thinnest um uh type of staple height, if yeah. you will. You the, posted the a picture of these staples a while ago. Yeah. They're so cute. They are. They're so just like cute. little tiny little like. They're easy. And the staples also, just like when you staple paper and then it goes from being kind of like a, a rigid U uh -huh. and then it becomes a, the letter B. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. And that's how we talk about it too with research and development. We say, you know, how often do the staples hit their buckets and form a perfect B? That's uh, what the, okay. that's what they, in the headquarters of um, Ethicon in the United States is in Cincinnati. Actually, uh -huh. that might even be the world headquarters. I'm not sure. But anyway, they have so much research to look to see how perfectly it how perfect the letter B. B is. It's really crazy. Okay. So here we can see like, this is the top because you're done. You're like, you the stapler that. went past the end. So it's just going to close that off in those exactly those ones won't go any or they won't you can see that i have Stable, that I free space yeah there's no tissue mm -hmm. there so i'm definitely going to be all the way across and after i wait 15 seconds they look like little alligator mouths yeah it does a little bit a crocodile i guess based on the shape so now yeah that is free that's completely free Whoop. yeah there we look go at that. 
Now you see it, now you don't. Yeah. So I'm going to be removing that. But first, I want to look at everything. There's the uh -huh. gallbladder again. Okay, right here, this white yep. glob. And then there's that liver. Okay, now the vestigia is coming out. Okay. And so that is going to be basically yeah. removed and thrown in the trash. Like we're done, yeah. we're done with that. It's a one-time use um disposable piece of equipment. And um this is uh, so the sleeve is sitting gorgeous. Oh yeah. I'm just like I'm just like, oh, I like this. I just She's did so this on I just did this the other day, but I'm like work. Oh, this is looking so perfect, you guys. Okay. So now I want to be very, very um cautious so you see like these little areas of just oozing yeah. is probably what we call clinically insignificant meaning it means nothing but i just want to make sure that i'm going to clip all these little areas mm -hmm. to make sure that it's hemostatic there's no ooze the patient's blood pressure um can go up a little bit during the case which is good because it shows me where they are the worst is when the blood pressure is really low they get to the recovery room the blood pressure goes up and then that can cause those little things that didn't seem like they were anything to start, start to ooze. To be something yeah. so if you cough up a little bit of blood or even have a little bit of blood in your bowel movements like a little bit and you feel fine it's probably nothing that can yeah. be very common because you can see that there is like a little bit yeah. of an ooze because something was cut and right i mean these are blood vessels you see like going across the stomach and those just get like cauterized or they just get cut off and stapled as well right exactly. so it still has the blood supply oh yeah there's the ends of them are supply. just exactly with the rest of the stomach yeah and when i remove the stomach hopefully when you see it you'll see that it's like almost like a purplish color already because it's of course completely detached from all right. blood supply and then you'll see the difference between this pink healthy viable tissue mm -hmm. versus something that is now no blood supply meaning ischemic and if it were to stay in there longer it would become it just becomes necrotic and you, right obviously you got to take it out so yeah. um that's what we're doing here you can see like the left gastric just, just pumping along there. Like yes. And I'm just being super OCD about putting um, all these <laughs> clips on there. And I'm like, yeah, it looks Look really at that beautiful. Good. You're right. That liver has like nothing. Oh, that liver looks so good. And there. Oh, yeah, I see it. Is you see purple. how it's like a different mm -hmm. color versus the healthy um, pink there. OK, so my yeah. assistant's holding this and I'm going to come in with a big clamp. Okay. And um, we are going to come in and you're going to see me. So I pulled out one of the trocars and this is why it hurts um, to the right of your belly button. You're going to see why right now. Yeah. I'm going to go in with this clamp. Here I am. And I'm going to clamp on that. And now I'm going to, I'm pulling it out. And so my assistant's going to change the camera and she's going to look at it through. Oops, sorry. I didn't, I wanted to tell you guys like, shut your eyes, shut your eyes. Cause it's, uh, she's coming back in. Okay. So now she's going to look up at the um part that's oh, being yeah. removed here okay so oh, so it's like folded in half um or no it shouldn't be but um and then you're gonna see like you're gonna see how it's gonna like come out yep. all the sound oh, effects here it comes here go. come on come on there. baby you can come out you can come out yeah i know it's like birthing it it really but is in but I, and i have to do it through this <laughs> tiny little incision so yeah. this might have been a little bit gross for you guys oh there's my finger hey Hi. <laughs> Okay, so that incision, just for context, that's yeah. like a centimeter? It's a, oh. it's 1.2 centimeters. Okay. So, and now what I have to do is, since I had to stretch out this, that's the six-pack muscle. So that's your right rectus. Okay. So I had to stretch that out with a clamp. Oh, yeah, I see, like, the muscle. That right, is exactly like, it. Right there, that's the muscle striation. So you see this? I had to put this in, and I had to do a deep stitch to pull that muscle together because I stretched that out, and I don't want intestine or something going into that hole and getting stuck or incarcerated yeah. or even strangulated. So I had to put this stitch, and you can see that that's pretty tight. Yeah. So if you're like, it hurts so bad. I have muscle spasms there. It's focal 
tenderness there, you see why. To the right of the belly button. You see how tight I, I put that um, there as well oh, yeah. to get those tissues to reapproximate back together. And then they'll just heal together. It'll just heal together. And this stitch I use is a chromic stitch. And so it is something that is um, dissolvable after just a few days. Okay. Or you might even feel it pop, which is totally fine. Okay. Now I'm, I'm injecting local. I'm injecting lidocaine. Right and it's you can see that oh, like yeah. how it's like Bubbles. that that's bubbling up that's a wheel if you will and that mm -hmm. so when you wake up you're like i feel pretty good and then in the middle of the night when that wears off you're like holy oh, crap God. like why does that hurt so bad and yeah. now you can kind of see why now this is what i do with the sleeve oh there i am hey! <laughs> <laughs> i did not know that was going to come on there um and I do not, um, I don't, here, I told her, I'm like, clean this off one more time. I need a good final image. And so, like I said, we didn't edit this at all. Sorry, yeah. a little bit of oozing on the skin, clean that all up and all that good stuff. But there it is, the final, the final look. So that right there is the stomach now. So it kind of starts like right here under this little bit of fat. Exactly, on the antrum. Right there. And then this is the omentum, right? That or is, no? uh, the omentum is more down, but yeah, okay. that's, that, that was uh, some of the greater curve attachments. And yeah. then, um, boom, that, boom, that's it. We're out. So you saw me uh, kind of suctioning out. Yeah. Um, I do. So everybody's like, oh, the gas pains. Okay, so you can see that I, the, the abdomen was blown up with CO2. Right. And so that is the only way we're able to do these procedures. Right. So I did put that suction see, at the very let end. See, let me go in to see, like, see how much space is in here. Exactly. That's because they're like, Whoop. oh yeah, I blew you up really yeah. big. And so patients who um, are females that have already had a baby, uh -huh. I mean, I, it's almost like I have like an an amphitheater to work around in there. Oh, because there's it just stretches back out. It just blows weight yeah. right back out as if they were pregnant with like quadruplets. It oh gets that huge. Yeah. And you can imagine that that the, the muscles there like being stretched out like that and then coming back down. That's why you're sore and that's why I try to get the gas out, but right. you can see how it gets trapped. We always hear under the like left rib. Exactly. Like that it just gets stuck up in there. Exactly. Which so it would be like right in here. Exactly. So under that left breast area, left rib cage, mm -hmm. like she said, is where you're going to have a lot of that pressure. And the best thing to do is to stand up and move because that will make it move down, but it's right. going to get trapped under your diaphragm until you get up and move. Yeah. So you can see how that would be painful and potentially yeah. even give you some referred Ooh. pain here as well. So there's also something else to note about the sleeve uh -huh. is that there's no sleeve device. So there's no, like, like there's a lot band, there's like a piece of plastic. There's mm -hmm. no sleeve that goes on okay. the product. So that's also really misleading. Yeah, because I think, I think even, you know, thinking back to when I learned about bariatric surgery or learned about these, you imagine like somebody putting a sleeve on it. Exactly. Like, like and then it's gonna pretend like it's just not gonna be able to expand. Yeah. But it's not. You're actually pulling yeah. that out. Yeah, it's 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 like your stomach is a sleeve of what it once was. Okay. It's a misnomer. So yeah. if you're confused, like, oh, I hope that we clarify yeah, that. The for gastrectomy you. part of it. When you say sleeve gastrectomy, it makes a lot more sense because again, that's like stomach removal. Exactly. Gastroectomy. You nailed it. So and but like just sleeve on its own. It's kinda like, what does that even mean i know yeah i know every time i'm doing hashtags on instagram i do like hashtag sleeve and then it'll be like sleeve tattoo oh yeah like, sleeve, like yeah puppy seinfeld sleeve like, yeah. it's like 
<laughs> you know, there's that. No, I need a sleeve gastrectomy. Now, the other nickname of it is vertical sleeve gastrectomy, VSG. And you can see that I'm going vertical. That's, right. That's why it's called a VSG as well. Yeah. Okay. One thing we didn't really touch on in that is what's the position of the patient in all of this? Ah, yes. So we're going to have to, I'm going to have to show some footage of the body. So you have a footboard on. Mm-hmm. And then I put them in maximum reverse Trendelenburg. Right. So the bed goes 31 degrees. Okay. So right they're they're pretty upright. Yeah. And so they're standing. I'm standing to the patient's right side. Uh-huh. So that's how I'm kind of coming over. And the assistant is on the patient's left side. Right. And they're standing up and their legs are secure. They have a footboard. We have their arms um, taped to the, the table. Right. And so everything is very, very secure. And it's always the same. I'm very neurotic about how they have to be laying and padded and their blankets have to be rolled. And by the way, from your kind of like right at the base of your chest bone up, you're covered. Your breasts are always covered. Mm-hmm. And from your waistline down, never see genitalia or anything yeah. like that. So I know that, you know, obviously trust and, and all those, but you're not just hanging out there ever. No, 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 no. No. So you can feel comfortable that, you know, no one is... We don't, we don't even look at it. Like you come in yeah. there, you have a blanket on and we don't even pull it down. Like there's right. no reason They just that. uncover the abdomen. That's and it. That's it. That's and then all. we prep the abdomen mm-hmm. with this stuff called chlorhexidine. It's, it's, you know, it just basically like cleans it off really well. We do it with two prep sticks. We get really deep into that belly button. Mm-hmm. So my friends, if you can try to get in there best as you can, we get it and try to clean up all of that. Mm-hmm. And it'll just, you know, allow everything to be clean, ready, and um, make your, your chance of infection almost zero. Yeah. So that's why, I mean, it's so cool to see it and it's fun. Like, I'm all, I've been in the OR and watched it before, but there's usually, there's so much going on. There's other people you might be kind of talking like, or you're not, you're paying attention the whole time, Always, but uh, <laughs> I don't have to <laughs> as like an observer. And, you know, I'm just there to, to observe or I do like pictures of behind the scenes and whatever. So it's kind of the first time I've really watched, oh. like focused on the whole procedure yeah. at one time. So it's cool to see that because it wasn't like, there wasn't a rep there or somebody that I'm chit-chatting with. I know. Whatever. I'll so. tell you. I mean, I've done over 42, 4,300 of these at this point. Yeah. And, and watching it, I mean, it does give me a different perspective, yeah. too, as weird as that sounds. Like, that's me doing Those are my hands. And right. I'm like, oh, I would have got it there, too. So I'm glad I agree with myself. Right? You know, like, it's like a little, uh, uh, I can't think of the word, uh, audit of yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. So... It's it's really um I think the sleeve as you can see technically speaking mm-hmm. very straightforward yeah. your anatomy is the same your mouth you swallow it goes into the esophagus into through the diaphragm into mm-hmm. the sleeve stomach the amount that you can eat or the amount that's there obviously is much smaller so you'll have restriction on mm-hmm. what you can eat also that portion of the stomach that was removed we know this um, the hunger hormone ghrelin which is what sends the signal to the brain that you are hungry yeah. In the fundus, the part that is part of that gastrectomy, the part that is removed, is responsible for making that hunger hormone. Right. Most of that is going to come from that area. Yep. So your serum levels, boom. So that's going to help you hormonally get combat um, hunger hormones and, and succeed with this as yeah. well. Yeah. Anyway, what diet and exercise does not do. In fact... We are, we know that once you lose weight and you get to this new set point, your hunger hormones are going to kick in higher because your body wants to get back to that set point. So this is why diet and exercise alone, if you lose weight, 
90, 95% of morbidly obese patients will regain it. It is statistically proven that you're mm -hmm. going to regain it because the odds, unfortunately, are against you unless you go for something like surgery. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's like this video, that was 18, 18 and a half minutes I know. or something. So it's crazy. I mean, this is quick. Obviously, there was time that we didn't see with the prep. We didn't see the trocars going in. That takes, right. you know, a couple minutes, but it's really not that long either. It's no. maybe two minutes or so for you all to get exactly into, and of course the prep before that and then you stitch all of the exactly those get stitched up at the end so i mean realistically you're looking at like 30 minutes from like from yeah everything yeah. so you're back in the operating room that's a great point so you'll come into the operating room you'll get on the table you'll undergo anesthesia mm -hmm. it is a general anesthetic meaning you're completely asleep because you saw that we have to blow you up with the gas and that means you have to be completely relaxed yeah. So you're you're all the way asleep. There's no alternative, unfortunately. People are like, can I stay awake and you just numb me up and I'll watch it? No, no. my friends, you cannot. You cannot handle the gas. You just no. wouldn't be able to. So anyway, so then the um then you once you go to sleep, we prep you up, we drape, we put um sterile drapes and cover you up and like you said, section it off. Do the surgery, which again is around 20 minutes on average, and then afterwards you'll wake up. You'll move from the OR table to your stretcher, your your hospital bed, if you will, and then you'll get wheeled out. And that whole entire thing from entry to exit of the OR is about 45 minutes in total. Yeah. And that's it. And the next thing you know, you're like, it's over. And you're like, yeah. oh, you're sore. And we're like, it's normal. And I'm like, you ready to walk yet? The minute yeah. I hit, like, let's walk. You ready let's to start sipping? Like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. But if you have that mentality, that expectation that no matter where you are in the country, wherever, whoever's doing your surgery, mm -hmm. that... I know I, I will, the better, the faster my recovery is if I get up and move and walk. And so you just have to have that. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks a little bit. You saw that thing and, and you also have to be like, all right, I'm going to fake it till I make it. The first night is awful because you probably didn't sleep much the night before from right. nerves. Then you're finally like relieved you did it, but now you're like sore. So you're not going to sleep much the second night. And if I don't sleep, that equals tears, yeah. emotional breakdowns. Yeah. So if you're like, what have I done? I'm weepy. I can't stop yeah. crying. I'm so happy. I'm not. If you feel that way, that means you're normal. And right. just know that when the sun comes up the next day, you're going to start to turn a corner. Yeah. So just, it might be a rough night, but have everything set up by you. I always say gas X and Tylenol extra strength, whatever your um, surgeon prescribes and just follow the rules. Yeah. Sip, 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 walk, walk, walk. And you'll be good to go. Yeah, you will. That's awesome. All right. Well, that was a sleeve. Yes. And hopefully you all enjoyed it. Please let us know in the comments, send us messages, you know, or find us on Instagram at Dr. X Dietitian or here on YouTube. If you've joined us, uh, we're hoping to do some more videos now that we know how to do this. Shout out to my husband for the setup. Oh my gosh. Um, do you like the pink you? around us? I, I mean, we're just, it's everything. It is everything. Um, and then, yeah, check out our website, drxdietitian.com. Yeah. And then we will be doing a bypass at some point. Next week's going to be bypass All week. Right. Yes, I so... am going to be recording. I have two tomorrow and I'm going to be recording. And so next week, it's going to be hot off the press. Yeah, We're gonna that do play one play. is where I could not do it. As okay. not a bariatric surgeon. Also, I just, disclaimer, I don't touch anything in no, there. You know, I want I want to be very clear. We're never, that's never going to happen. So just so we know, we're all safe. Your dietitian's not doing <laughs> surgery. <laughs> no, it's me. It's her. 
it is. So, uh, I, and I'll do all of that. But yes, and uh, if you'd like to get started with our program, we're bodybybariatrics.com. So we are accepting new patients. We're 100% virtual. So um, you see what it's like. It's not that scary. I hope this really like just demystified yeah. it. Sorry if we grossed anyone out. And I hope that you were actually like, well, that was a little boring. That's perfectly Perfect. the point. Yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> so with that, um, yeah, follow us and um, we'll see you next week with the Gastric Bypass. Thanks again. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.